Hello and welcome back to the Three Milks podcast. I'm here with Cyrus and David and myself. Uh, We totally didn't fuck up the intro like two or three times before this. (laughs) You just have to break open the fourth wall, don't you? (laughs) You didn't have to mention that. Isn't it? I don't know. Well, like... (laughs) It, I have to because I was so focused on you, being you, the, the one to, so int- to intro. intro this podcast, so ready. and you guys kept on fucking it up. That I just kept on getting more giggly and more uncomfortable. You were so ready the first time; it was solid. <laughs> it was solid, and then you guys had to keep on fucking it up. It's, we had to keep you on your toes. Yeah, you can't be comfortable in this podcast. Uh, God, all those recordings and never to see the light of day because they're deleted and don't exist. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. That's kind of how it, <laughs> so you can't get canceled now, you know. And it, you how would I? I didn't say anything. I just called you an idiot. That's all I did. No, I meant like previous. Well, recordings. I mean, you say. I mean, that's how you you just meant it, but you used a few words yeah, that yeah, aren't yeah. appropriate. Yeah, you said you said like idiot. Whoa! I'm sorry for my my language. Oh God, this uh, this water's crisp. <laughs> I guess uh, what's called. I can bring up because uh, this happened today. I watched the Mario movie. Ah, I, man's just jumping right into it without any just yeah because I, I, I you don't I always want, need a transition, I right? never have a transition. transitions are nice you gotta yeah, talk about how your day was and then you talk about the mario yeah his, he's literally That's, talking about his this day was my day well, yeah but it's such, okay, it's, it's such a hard day, cut it was into a busy the... i had a busy day today i went into my uh sister's graduation oh wow and that took, congrats that took a bit i overdressed because no one else was wearing a suit jacket but you know that's fine uh, listen you can never overdress I you can always you can always dress down you can't dress up yeah i had to represent our school so it's fine uh yeah. uh that was it was it was a good time wholesome moments and then uh, we went to go eat at a hibachi place and i ate like a king it was so good i'm so jealous <laughs> actually yeah I like hibachi and then I went to go watch the more movies. That is that good <laughs> transition. It was a bit fast. Great transition. So the movie, I really liked it. <laughs> I thought it was really good. It did a, a very much obviously aim towards kids, but I felt like it did a lot to also provide for non kids, for all the Mario fan boys, which is myself, because I literally grew up with Nintendo. Yeah, my favorite part of the movie was like looking for all like the references and cameos and stuff, because that was because they have to cater like with with the game with a movie based off of Mario. You have to cater to those fans who grew up on on those games. Yeah, if they actually cared and they, I could tell that they put in heart in the movie because they like put they uh, they could have just easily just made a like throwaway like Minions movie to where it's just for kids, like no one no one's having entertainment from that other than kids. But no, they put a lot of uh, effort into it. It was really good. I also enjoyed the soundtrack when it was rehashes of all the Mario themes. It was very good. I very much enjoyed that. It made my heart go burr. But it, the parts that were weird, though, was that a lot of the movie had like generic songs that they put in movies nowadays. Like, say, like a training sequence. They always well, that's play. that's just a staple. Yeah, but it's happening more and more. Like, it was good. Like, it's good the first time, but now it's just like, not every movie has to have this. Uh, it just it pulled me out of the moment a bit. It was still fine. It's just like, wow, hold me out for holding out for a hero. Uh, I've never seen that before. Uh, it's <laughs> in like, uh, what's it called? It was just stuff like that. I was just like, this is weird. It just always felt weird. It just doesn't feel like it belongs. 
um but that's besides the point another thing that i really liked about the movie is that none of the cringe lines from the trailers actually were in the movie like the trailer oh. made the movie seem so trash because of uh chris pratt but no he did a he did a fine job i love charlie day as luigi that was great <laughs> that that was just the best casting it was I ever so saw. good so, oh man and uh seth rogan as donkey kong i cannot take anything seriously when he does his laugh <laughs> it's so comical and memed at this point that it's just it it, it pulled me out of the movie in a good way <laughs> and then um what's it called i like the the beginning of the movie where they explain away the accents because obviously you see the trailer they're not talking with accents and i assume you don't care about spoilers cyrus Oh no, no! Okay, it's a it's a movie about Mario Brothers. Listen, bro. this is the only thing that can- it, that's like being like they save Princess Peach. What? Oh, bro. Anyway, uh, uh, basic the <laughs> beginning. It starts off with uh, it starts off with Bowser. After that, when it's when you introduce Mario, it starts off with Mario and Luigi doing a commercial for plumbing. Because in this uh, movie, they are regular humans that are just plumbers. Uh, but then in the in the commercial that they made, they do the accent. And then when they break away, they just explain it that they just did it for the commercial and that it would be funny. Uh, like the, it's a yeah, that. I enjoyed that because the commercial is really funny. But and then right after the commercial, they do the the cameo for the original, the actual voice actor for uh, Mario. It was great. I liked it a lot. I enjoyed that. But pretty much overall, the movie was really good. Would recommend if you like Mario. Yeah, I'll probably see it at some point i uh we were we were talking about this a while ago i think on another podcast it's just i haven't gone to a, a bunch of movies and theaters lately ever since the covid and the rise of streaming platforms i just haven't seen a movie in theaters in a while yeah it's so far and few between yeah i'll probably see it at some point i always i saw the trailers and i thought it was going to be good <laughs> slash okay i the trailers were like wow this is garbage because all of chris pratt's lines Oh yeah, there were so Besides low Chris effort. Pratt. That Wahoo! Oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah. Mario Kingdom, here we go! Wahoo! It was, it was so bad. <laughs> that wasn't even in the movie. I'm like, okay, well that's good because they knew. Yeah. They knew. Yeah. Maybe after um that one Sonic movie, they're just pulling like they're putting the most craptastic thing, so everyone starts uh tweeting it and talking about it, and then they fix it all. Yeah, I feel like, like that would be a, a smart good, move. It's a good twenty. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it works. <laughs> Until well, people yeah, catch on. Yeah. It's good. No, then it's not going to be so good. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly... I f- like, here's the thing. I feel like people were really quick to hate on Chris Pratt. But I'm like, this is the same dude who voiced Emmett from the Lego movie. Like, he has voice acting experience. Yeah, no, they just did him dirty in the trailers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the trailers really took his, some of his worst clips. I'd imagine. Yeah, no, because none of it was in the movie. It, like the only thing that was that stayed there was the Wahoo, but it was a different Wahoo, so it was it was actually good. So, yeah. I'm trying to. Ah, what's it? Called? Go ahead. No, I, I didn't. I didn't have anything to say. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was. What's it called? I mean, like, because I was just. I'm just trying to think of like. Because the pro, I feel like just with the cast of that movie, mm-hmm. it's like, I was I was, kind of worried because it's like. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Like, do, is their well, specific voice is going to add anything? You as soon I mean? as I saw Charlie Day was going to be Luigi, I knew that was perfect. 
Yeah, I, that I was a that perfect casting. Was, yeah, it was good. Yeah, that that I had no worry. But I mean, like, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong <laughs> or, like... Not even, I actually wasn't too worried about Chris Paz Mario, but... What was it? Who was Toad again? Uh, Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, That's I was about. Key. I was about to bring that up. I was so surprised that he was Toad. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was. Did he do a good job? Yeah, I, he did, I he don't did a, know. He did a fine job. He uh, very much was Toad, and what you expect from Toad. He wasn't annoying Toad. He was just like a more. His character was like courageous in comparison to all the other okay. Toads that are like obviously like can't do anything or helpless. It, it was fine. He was like the the. I'm your best friend, so I'm following, but not in an annoying way. He he didn't overbear, okay. so it was fine. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and then Jack Black as Bowser, perfect. <laughs> no, that was a great casting. Jack Black was, in any role. That Peaches song, so good. <laughs> Sorry, it's just it's like with the interviews where it's like, so were you excited to play Bowser and just to cut to him wearing a Bowser costume? <laughs> True. Yeah. Oh my god. That that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed how they did like the whole like power system in mario because the whole thing is that they live on normal earth i assume they're in brooklyn which is really funny well yeah they're aren't they like uh from the mario tv show, show that aired in like what is it the 90s do or the whatever mario. Yeah, do the sorry. mario swing your arms your from arms side from to side, side. To side. <laughs> it's yeah. so fucking good but, uh, but like they're in new york and they're just plumbers yeah just but chilling uh they basically find a random pipe and then they go in it and then it, the, the events of the movie take place. But I enjoyed how they explained the everything was in canon, basically, of how it works. And it was entertaining to see, especially with like the soundtracks of what certain things should sound like and all like uh, the levels and stuff it was just it was just really it, it, you could tell the effort was placed and they really cared about the movie so i really enjoyed it yeah uh, that's what i was thinking about it's like i've kind of taken that uh that they're like in new york and they're plumbers and then they just get sucked into this alternate world i've taken that as mario fact in the lore and i don't actually know if that's true or not well like now it's canon now i'm questioning it you, you know what you know what's actually my favorite point piece of like mario canon what it's been canonically said that all the Mario games are canonically oh like plays, plays yeah because of yeah that they're all put on and they're they're all actually friends which is why they play Mario Party what's his name the, the and Mario Kart thing? the the Kamek what the Koopa what? like the Magic what? Koopa the, the Koopa that's on the cloud with the camera oh oh Lakitu yeah yeah, yeah like Lakitu. that's the recording yeah I just I love that piece of yeah um sorry quick quick interjection. The Super Mario Bros. Super Show, you know, the swing your yeah, yeah, arms yeah. from yeah, side yeah. to side. So it is free on Amazon Prime. Oh, it's free? But it's, it's, it's I don't know doing after the podcast. It's free on, on Freevee, which is on Amazon. It's free with ads, but... Oh my god, that's not free. But, my ad blocker's about to be turned on. But it's the entire thing, is what it looks like. Mm. And I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> is this so a, you guys this, doing anything after the podcast? This is what I remember from my, this is what I remember from my childhood. It was so fucking good. <laughs> I loved it. Oh my god, it's, it's such a unique existence. <laughs> it has one of the existences ever. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Bro, I didn't even know the guy they they cast to play Mario was born in Italy. Nice. Mamma oh, mia. Where else would they get him from? And uh, unfortunately, he, did, he died in 2009 what in New York, sake? so apparently... Yeah, that's why they he was just Mario. They couldn't cameo. 
He died doing what he loved, the Mario. <laughs> oh no. R.I.P. my man. R.I.P. the beast. <laughs> yeah, I did I did love that show growing up. I don't even know how I saw it, but it, it was great when it was on. It existed somewhere, yeah. It was on um it was on the same place that you could watch Sonic X. Oh my god. Oh, um, oh. Sonic X was another good show. You David, you know, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I forget the channel name. I mean, Josh, you got to know too. It's that it's I'll probably know if you tell oh, me, but Oh my god, what's well, it? Like, yeah. Oh my god, like I can see its stupid logo. I'm so upset right now. Um, are you talking about Jet X, right? Jet, Jet, Jet X. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, that's where I watched all yeah. the Power Ranger stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, that immediately a lot of left. <laughs> How long was that? No, welcome Jet X. Jeez, that was so long ago. In 2010, it stopped. Yeah. The fact that Sonic X has a 6.2 out of 10 is a crime. Oh my god, what the heck? It's because they just messed up the whole Metal Sonic thing. And mm. Big Mouth has 100%. The fact that Big Mouth has good ratings uh, scares me. Near 100 every season. It's crazy. Wait, what? Like, if you look at the IMDb ratings for Big Mouth. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen this. It's it, They're all basically almost 100%. For Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I mean, sorry. Oh my gosh, let me see. Oh, it's this stupid looking show. I don't, I've never even. I hate this no, show. Big Mouth is not great. It has a 7.9 out of 10. Season 1 for oh. Rotten Tomatoes has 100%. Season 2 has 100%. Season 3 has 97. Oh my god, it went downhill. It just <laughs> looks weird now. Season never 4 has 100%. It's literally just gross sexual humor with kids. All right. Uh, so, Mike, I'm like, I. What kind of people are these? Uh, Rotten Tomato uh, reviewers. Hmm. Well, to be fair, a lot of reviewers like IMDb and stuff like that, that they don't matter. Well, like yeah, a lot of, but a like, lot of their it's a the, lot of their points are cringe. Yeah, no, but this is getting a hundred. Like that's not something that's common at all. Much yeah. less for something like Big Mouth. So it's it's just outwardly gross. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the animation and the art style was disgusting. I hate the art style. Yeah, the the art style is not even like funny look. It's like fun. It's like it tries too hard to be funny looking, in my opinion. But like, they just like it's like uh, you know, like when you go to the fair and like those people will just like draw like pictures of you that look yeah, yeah, yeah. character drawers but, like, like awful that's, looking. Yeah, at least those are funny. Like, not even one that makes me want to laugh. Those aren't. Well, I mean, some of them are. Funny. Oh, it depends. Like, yeah, on the person. But like, it looks like they try to do character. Cur drawings, but like if they were trying to be mean as hell to the person, <laughs> those about are it. the funniest ones, though. Yeah, but like it's not like funny as hell, and like oh, I'm trying to like just point a little joke, yeah, jokey wh- joke or anything. This is I'm going to make you hate yourself. I when I got one, they gave me the biggest forehead. Oh my god! Jo- oh my, I, me personally, I would cry. <laughs> I literally cried. My forehead was a rectangle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's actually. Good. I laughed so hard; it was good. Oh, I'm afraid to do that. one of those because yeah, just, just, just heard everything fall sorry. behind you. D- <laughs> David just wants to knock sorry, over. I'm, like, I'm tired of the Anyways. <laughs> what? What does Chicago. That have to do? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's just an excuse to use when something doesn't work out. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So I, oh, um, oh no, go ahead. Oh god, no, go ahead. I I, I was gonna tra- I was transition was... over to unless you have more to add. No, I have nothing more to add. Please. <laughs> uh, I guess I can talk about something that's uh scary. Is where the YouTube is disabling ad block. They're testing it out. Oh yeah. So there's uh, a, there's not mm. really much to like say about it other than they're trying out disabling ad block for people, because obviously the amount of money that youtube loses from that is crazy so it's understandable why they're doing it because corporation but what that means for everybody it really sucks because i'm pretty much uh i know a lot of people on on their computers using ad blocker on youtube I, yeah I, I i for the longest time I didn't know. use ad blocker I w- always and so upset these with guys you. these guys would constantly bully me yeah because i didn't see much of the the point and like oh i get to save like five seconds but it has become a quality of life thing and obviously i don't have an ad blocker on my phone and most of my youtube viewing is on my phone um so i still am just barraged with ads uh even though i didn't use it for a long time seeing it kind of be phased out out of necessity by youtube because they, they want money uh it's kind of sad i want that option <laughs> to just not have ads no, and not you, have to pay you really notice how much ad blocker is saving your life when you go back and try to use youtube on your phone right it's so annoying and it's like i deal with it when it's on my phone because i don't usually i only watch stuff on my phone when i'm being really lazy uh right but like i'll deal with the fact that i have to look at ads but like on my computer i'm like man like i am not i refuse to get premium that's so much money and for what it's so expensive and there's (laughs) there's not too much benefit to it it's just the ad block like and being able to use it when the uh, app is uh, out of the way, and it's like, no, like this is not worth my money at all. It's so stupid. Yeah, I mean, See, I would, I just want them to. I understand why they're doing it, but I, I I'm gonna miss ad block. Is basically it. Like I'm gonna miss YouTube, ad block. Right. Just I doing, still want it to be a thing. YouTube is just doing anything to go downhill over time. Yeah, well, like not everyone. No one's gonna go to Rumble. No one can Like no, no, they, no one's no, gonna. They know that they can't get that. away with it because YouTube is the they only have monopoly basically YouTube, on online yeah, entertainment. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. No one. I, I honestly, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're gonna go to one, I don't two, three think... movies. Sorry. <laughs> one, two, three movies. Get a virus. <laughs> um. What? Something I I heard about was um. That's something I heard about. Sorry, I'm my thoughts are just all over the place. But basically. So I was thinking about, I don't know if you guys heard, but um, for you college kids out there, LibGen's being shut down in, this, in June. What the hell's that? Of 2023. What the fuck um, is that? Um, it is a very illegal site oh, to li- download. Oh, oh, oh. To the download thing I showed you? <laughs> yeah. Oh. The I thing that I showed gosh. and then just had to look into to make sure that, like, I was like, wow, people are really using illegal... Uh, well, like, websites that's who would do that as as of right now i don't really use textbooks at all anytime i know same yeah, like but maybe in graduate school i'll use them more but so far no i oh uh i find means to get my textbooks <laughs> that's all i'll say i think though the thing for youtube is that i think the issue is that like you get it's how they've changed ads now if it was like before when the ads weren't as stupid bad i think i would have been kind of okay like kind of like okay you know what fair like fine 
But like, I feel like ads on YouTube now are just so no. much more intrusive than they used to. Ever be. since they introduced like being able to do, do more than one ad, I wanted to cry yeah. and not use YouTube anymore. But then I'm like, wow, there is no other YouTube, so I am stuck here. But I was so, yeah. I get so mad whenever I get two ads every time. And it's just now just adding this as a factor. Because if it was like before where every ad was a five second skippable ad, that would be fine. I'll still be butthurt, but I'm like, at least it's just five seconds. I'll get over it over time. But no, I'm not going to get over disabling ad block for freaking ev most of the time. I get two ads in a row that are 15 seconds that I can't skip. Right. And I'm like, this is awful. This is the reason why I literally don't go on Twitch because of how long the ads are. What kind of ads are you guys getting? What the hell? Dude, yeah, no ads are pretty bad almost all of my ads are skippable <laughs> and if they're not they're like five seconds well that's where your luck goes i don't get <laughs> yeah. i don't get any of that like i get unskippable ads always i rarely get a five second skippable ad it's so annoying and i know that's just going to translate to using it on my computer <sighs> i guess mm, i guess the difference is because like i'm on my phone a lot uh, with my airpods in because like i'm constantly doing things i'm either cooking or i'm at the gym or something like that um so when like say a 15 second ad would come on i would just not be paying attention to it and doing something else no i no that's an, that's another factor where i'm gonna get really mad because i like uh no i usually i already i'm already mad at it because i use it on my phone say i'm like have my airpods in and i walk away and i don't want to i'm doing something that's away from my phone and then <laughs> right. I, i'm watching a long video with multiple on. ads i and then a freaking five minute ad plays and i can't skip it because there's it doesn't auto skip that that, that, that that reminds you know, me of you know the times oh, God. that i would be washing dishes and remember when those ads were playing and it was just the, the movie. lego movie from chris pratt <laughs> i would be washing dishes so my hands are wet and then that ad would play i'm like god fucking damn it i can't even wait 15 seconds because it's an hour long <laughs> yeah no that's like i hate that because it's oh my god i'm just upset all day about this it's just i want to be able to not use my youtube without being interrupted for more than right. five seconds you know what's something that's pissed me off lately that like they changed too for youtube is that when it comes to long videos with a bunch of ads you know like how it used to have the yellow boxes they phased that out i know i saw that that's so annoying like it, it'd be fine if like i knew the ad was like one i would like to know if the ads coming up because I mean, you can't preload the ads anymore because what i used to like to do was just like Go to the video, hit all the ads, and then let it play through. Wait, it's like fine. You know what? You want me to have the ads? I'll still like I'll still go through them. Just let me get them out of the way. Yeah, like I don't smart. care. Yeah, I just think it's it's going to be. It's I don't think it's going to lose them business. It's just oh, people it's are going to be upset about it. I'm a, I'm kind of upset about it because the ads are going to come back. But for me, it's not the end of the world. But the end of the world for me would be if they made it like Twitch's ads. I oh could, my god! I cannot go on Twitch because of that. Just you wait. <laughs> like that, yeah, they, no. That's, that, that's the end of YouTube. Doing if they do that, good. like they're only getting worse over time, and it's crazy. All big companies are getting worse. I time. remember old YouTube, man. I miss I old do. YouTube <laughs> so much. Um, but sorry, a quick, a quick, uh, a quick question. Yes. Oh no. Go ahead. Are you playing Monster Hunter Slayers? Uh. Perhaps, Bruh. <laughs> I can hear I can hear this man's controller going haywire in oh the background. My God. Last time was HD I, Poker, now it's Monster <laughs> Hunter. Man doesn't want to pay okay. attention. I am paying attention. I've literally been contributing. Yes, so been, been contributing. Like, the funny. only reason, okay, time out, time out, viewers. The only reason I am on Monster Hunter right now is because 
I do not get to play Monster Hunters often as them, so I need to grind out behind the scenes, okay? I am grind. grinding behind the scenes, catching up to their dumbasses. Because I'm right on now. Village it's, to level it's just three. Like hanging out with someone in person and they go on their phone. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rude. Rude. Do not lump me into that. Rude. Do not lump me into that. To be fair, he's all, he's also conversing with this. He's keeping up. He is. I, 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 I'm, I'm just not that type of person who can do that. Because Ethan's the <laughs> same way. We're our, a friend of ours. Whoa. I, anyways because <laughs> here's the thing actually here's here's a here's a thing about me i i realized is that Sorry, if my hands if if i'm ants if i'm feeling antsy and my hands can't do anything i will not be able to focus because i'll be sitting there like thinking about oh what can my hands do to like keep Yo, me focused really and then people will be talking help. to me i'm like what <laughs> nothing you say i need help <laughs> yes <laughs> you need a freaking fidget spinner bro dude just, okay sh okay now real talk for two seconds I was so happy when that trend became big, dude. I had I had so many, and I was my focus was so good. Oh, like yeah. I had never been more focused in my life. And <laughs> then they were like, they banned oh, them yeah, from my school, was, and I was, was like, so, 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 I was, I was, it was a big loss for the side. Are you sure you don't day. have like ADHD? Didn't you want um, to test for that? So I, okay, yeah. So here, story time, viewers. New topic. <laughs> I tried to get tested for ADHD at our university, right? and no, it's. So here's the dumb thing. There's a whole thing on the uni on the university health center website of like, hey, you can get screened for ADHD. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. People with ADHD tell me I have a lot of symptoms of people with ADHD and I should probably go get tested. So I'm like, I'll go do it, fine. This could actually be really helpful for me. And like one, cause I actually don't think it's so bad that I need medicine, but it would be nice to learn some like coping mechanisms of like how to deal with just being so antsy yeah. all the time. But, um. I go, I set the schedule and like, they're like asking me all these questions. And then I'm like talking to, I think it was a psychiatrist, not a psychiatrist, sorry, just a, th a therapist. I don't know what to call it. So not a psychiatrist cause they can't deal with a professional. Yeah. And they were like, okay, so I'm going to recommend you to this hospital. You can go get screened. Like, wait, I'm not getting screened here. They're like, no, you have to do that outside the university. I'm like, so why am I here to be screened for ADHD? If you're just going to send me to somewhere else to get screen for HD and she was like I don't know but you can get but she's like but she but she but she said you can get screened here if you're looking to get medicine and I'm like that is so sketchy Ooh, that is really odd. sketchy How, like because that means they're only doing it so that they can make money off them like, you know, just don't get the medicine so, no, but they said you you would have to like you would have to take the medicine, but well, you have to get the receive the medicine, but you don't have to take it. I think she was trying to imply I should just you do it. Pre, pre order and your medicine. <laughs> I have to pay for the medicine just to get screened. That's funny. And I was like, I don't really have an interest in that for me personally, just because one, like, look at here I am. I've never had any accommodations for myself, and I feel like I've done fine like it's I, also like I, you I shouldn't need to do that to know what you like if yeah. you have anything that's not how the medical system that's, yeah that's not work. like that's terrible that's actually horrible so <laughs> yeah, no, um that's a scam if i have do i have adhd it's like schrodinger's cat <laughs> try this first and then we'll it's find cyrus's out. adhd until until i check to have it i'm both having it and not having that it is how that works. <laughs> mm -hmm. so uh Yes. Yes, I am playing Monster Hunter right now, but <laughs> as a long-winded yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds but like you know what? It got a good story. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Look, it. I just need to grind. 
Grind don't stop. <laughs> grind don't stop. In, you know what, you know what grind did stop, though? You know what grind did stop? Amp pose. Oh. I'm really sad about that, actually. Yeah. I don't I was, know what that is. So, Anthpo, so, okay, I actually, um, Anthpo was one of my favorite YouTubers of, um, like, more, like, modern YouTubers. Yeah. Mainly because Anthpo I'm was, Googling like, it. One, they made the, the, he was one they of the, made the Haikyuu, like, volleyball, like, playing volleyball with anime outfits. Oh, yeah. The, the people you were talking about who infiltrated a cult. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, that too, yeah. Uh, same, yeah. same, yeah. The thing, the thing I really liked about Anthpo was that, like, he mentioned it in his, like, goodbye video, but he was, like... There's not a lot of YouTubers, like, a lot of college and, like, high school YouTubers, like, because they just don't have the time, and it's, it's hard. It's really well, hard, like especially when you're leave like, immediately because they want to do YouTube full-time. Right, and so it's, like, it was nice to see someone who actually embraced, like, hey, I go to college, like, I'm living, like, I'm, like, trying to have fun with my friends, like, I'm, you know, doing those fun things you do in college, and, um... You know, I, like, I want to start a YouTube channel this summer, so, like, that's something that, like, inspired me a lot. But, um, it was just, it was sad to see him go, because, like, obviously, he, I mean, he explained in his videos, like, in, like, telling people, like, I, like, you should embrace, like, you know, your life and, like, live it to the fullest. I haven't been able to really do that, because, you know, like, all my time's taken by YouTube, and it's stressful, and so, um... I'm glad he's, you know, he's, like, leaving to, like, actually take care of himself and, like, try to pursue something he wants to do. And that's really nice. I'm really happy for him. But it does suck, because I liked a lot of the work he did. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it was very commendable. And, like, it wasn't, like, obviously a lot of it was, like, oh, here's some, like, dumb fun we can all have together. But it was also, like, kind of a thing of, like, there are some, like, things we can, like, learn about, you know, like, what's, like, what's it like being called, like, the cult video especially was, like, I feel like some of his best work where it was really just, like, this is the kind of things that just happen, and it's scary how it can happen. Yeah, he was good at making content. It's just something... Yeah, he was very He good. just happened, like, to want to not actually... His top priority what isn't YouTube, and that's rare to see. People usually go to YouTube and don't actually pursue anything else because they're like, I want to do YouTube, but... In his case, he actually wants to do something outside of YouTube, which is good for him, you know? Don't do something just because it right. can make you money. Right, and I'm honestly, like, it was it was really nice to kind of see, like, because he posted a couple videos after, like, the good, like, or around the same time the goodbye video, and it was a lot of cool, it was actually really, I think it was really vulnerable, which I can really commend, like, commend him for, because they were, like, two little, like, two pieces of vlogs from like a year ago and what's he doing he talked to his dad yeah the one we talked to his dad that one was really vulnerable that one i really liked yeah and then the one about how he was just kind of sitting in his room talking about how he was like oh yeah like this whole youtube thing like like i don't even i just i, f I just want to quit now like it's hard and like he was talking about something about nostalgia and like i don't know if he said it or was in the comments or whatever it's like Nostalgia is the only thing that is as good as it hurts. Mm. Like, the more it hurts, the better it is. Like, only nostalgia can really kind of achieve that effect. And yeah. he was right, because he was, like, in reference to, like, why these kind of, like, why we all kind of, like, watch the YouTubers we do, and it's, like, like why we'd be sa oh, sad he's obviously quitting, right? And so it was just, like, um, it was just, it was sad to see him go, but obviously, you know, I think... If anything, he deserves, you know, to kind of enjoy his time. Especially, like, he's made a lot of good content over the years. But he also made a point of, like, just the main thing I was trying to get at, I guess, from this is, like, 
Like, the reason it's also, like, hard to see him go is I feel like there's... His niche is so unfilled. You know? Like, yeah, there's really not a lot of YouTubers like Anfo. Yeah. In fact, I'd argue there really isn't any YouTubers like Anfo. In the and so, that's another reason it's kind of sad, since, like, you don't really see YouTubers like Anfo. So, anyway. Basically... Goodbye, Anthpo. You will be very much missed. Farewell, indeed. Yeah, I don't know who this person is, but uh, I I hope them a successful career in the future. No, oh, right. I'm, Next day I'm, I'm sure back. he'll be very. <laughs> I don't. Th- if he does come back, that's if he does ever come back. I don't think it'd be. It soon. will not be soon. Because yeah, you were you you were talking about. How he actually does want to do something else that's not YouTube. And I remember as a kid, I think it was almost everyone who grew up with the, the non-internet and then internet age that Connor wanted to be a YouTuber because it seemed fun. Mm. Um, and like I, I definitely did, but now I I wouldn't really want to. <laughs> like I would I do like <laughs> I, what I'm doing. Yeah, I do not want to. As I'm, I do like what I'm doing as a programmer. Um. And I like doing the podcast. I do like doing the podcast, which is, I guess, a social media type thing. Um, but as in full-time YouTube, I don't think I would dedicate myself to that. Streaming, probably. Podcast, definitely, yes, because it's very fun. Um, but, yeah. I mean, personally, I mean, as I mean, the, my whole thing is, like, I'm just trying to do, you know, stuff I care about, stuff I really like. Okay. So, honestly, I would not mind i would not be like super against the idea of like being youtube or anything um i mean but i, I guess again that's like my personality kind of well you're also more into theater well yeah i'm which just more into like performance fits, and entertainment yeah, yeah which a, I, I feel fits squarely into yeah. the design philosophy of youtube yeah and it's like yeah i'm a closed a lot person. of it is like when i because i again i start i plan to like start doing some youtube over summer but what, really like, i didn't know this <laughs> but um a lot of it like a lot of the, the stuff i wanted to do was actually pretty inspired by what anthpo did while he was in college and i feel like that's so just kind of not necessarily <laughs> <laughs> but like any youtuber now <laughs> yeah right like but i feel like there really isn't a niche like that a niche that like sorry the niche of like college like um youtubers is just really unfilled. Yeah. At least in like a traditional sense, like like college YouTubers, I feel like usually tend to be like gamers, right? Well, I feel like it's a niche that doesn't need to be filled. Why is that? Because like uh, they should be focusing on school. I mean, sure. Like, and I I don't necessarily disagree that like when you go to college, the primary goal of school is well, school doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't like be able to I feel like the thing, the reason I think it's like more just to kind of highlight, oh, here are the fun things you do at school. Like school isn't all work. I mean, like for it's also genuine people is something that's missing a lot from YouTube nowadays. Like a lot of yeah. the popular yeah. people on YouTube and Twitch are just people that are just putting up a facade for views and clicks. And it's like, yeah, they want money, but it's like I kind of like genuine that, people on YouTube. That's actually why I've come back to watching Jacksepticeye. Is because oh, like I watched him in his in his infancy, but then I stopped because it everyone just started getting hyper. Uh, they started catering to children with all these cringe edits, 
that just overinflated a bunch of different points that didn't need to oh, be young zoom inflated. Reddit, yeah, yeah, those yeah. those those stupid edits uh, videos. But now he's gone back to a more traditional, just himself like style, uh, and I really enjoy that. I do really enjoy that. I just like being associated with Gen Z because a lot of what Gen Z is uh, labeled as is not anything that is older Gen Z. Yeah, at all. It's all like the kids, and I'm like, I'm not that at all like it's like the all the they're the the editing and all the more kitty stuff it's just the, the the generation as the gap widens the more like different it is from each end it's it oh yeah it's like how i would have more in common with a the like a very young millennial versus the youngest uh gen z person you can find it's like that's the problem right. with these generations because the gap like especially now how with the age of the internet if that gap is 10 years that is crazy difference between how oh, how yeah. the, like how i'm gonna interact with that person because i'm not gonna know anything that they like oh right yeah versus like older generations where they had more in common because they have less access to things so it's just like they have the same culture and and more same experiences versus like everything's new every day on the internet and it's just like the difference is so wide within gen z and now there's you know alpha it's it's just crazy because it's like i just don't feel like a gen z when they talk, talk about it on the, the internet it's just i'm like mm. like on paper i'm gen z but like yeah yeah especially because we grew up with all those things like we were saying the mario uh the show that came out in the 19 1989 and we still saw it and we still enjoyed it yeah no i both grew so we, up with 90s and 2000s culture because my siblings mm -hmm. are 10 years older than me and it's like i'm glad because right. i very much appreciate the culture and generational experiences i grew up with especially i will always be grateful for existing before the internet was commonplace because that has ruined so many kids unfortunately i'm oh, it has i'm i literally didn't have the internet until like i was probably like well constant internet until i was probably in middle school and i'm very grateful for that because i truly believe that kids that are growing up before middle school should not have that constant access to the internet right they, no i yeah. they should i'm not. in agreement with that like they can have some but like it's just like they can watch things on the internet but they shouldn't have access to the internet like if you know what i mean they shouldn't be able to they shouldn't be living on the internet they shouldn't be able to like look up their own things because they're at they're at their age where if they accidentally find something they're gonna be affected the most like it's it's not like i'm not like it sounds like a real restriction but this is a child like you are the one raising your child at least me personally my child i want them to grow up in in a in a environment that isn't the internet because that right now yes. especially is so toxic and yeah you can give them like the kids version on on say a tablet but i don't want them to, like the thing is is like they don't need that a kid doesn't need yeah, access don't. to a tablet at all they can be a kid and run around and be entertained like kids get easily entertained and they don't need the internet right. for that like they don't they, they just do now because parents just want to raise their kid through a tablet because it's easy versus like find things that both educate and make your kid have fun and it, obviously you can have leisure that isn't educational as well but like that doesn't have to be the internet where they can accidentally find something that isn't okay right 
Yeah, and but there's a difference because I 100% agree. Um, but nowadays everything's being catered towards like just everything's on the internet now. Uh, and when we were growing up, it was very much in in its infancy. So I had like I think the first generation iPhone. Um, and oh, it had nice. the the old YouTube TV. Oh, I missed that. Oh my so god! Much on my iPod Touch. Um, so I would watch things on there, and I would watch like early Minecraft YouTubers. But since YouTube was in its infancy, that I didn't. There wasn't a lot of content. So what I would normally do is either I would set up because I I dusted off my dad's old VHS tape player. So I would watch some old Disney films, or I would read a book, or I would just start playing with the various toys that I had. Um, yeah. like Lego was a big part. Um, yeah. but really, yeah, reading a book was a great way for me to pass the time. Yeah, and I on, honestly, today where everything's on the on the internet and it's so easily accessible and there's a plethora of knowledge everywhere, it's kind of a harder argument to make than when it was on our time, right? But it's still an argument that can be made and should be made because it's it's very important, I think. I yeah, it's a, it's a hard thing to like for people to agree with because it's usually parents that don't want to raise their kid that are like well i'm gonna still do God, it. I hate it it's all you don't the kids right. don't need the internet when they're literally in elementary school and before they don't at all i will have not, not even not, a li- like an argument cannot be made as to why your child needs access to the internet yeah i don't care if you're gonna be that parent that gives them a like say candy crush i not me personally me personally <laughs> i would not do that for my child i i would not really give them access to electronics uh in not that's a big word uh too vast i meant like they don't need a phone or tablet they really don't and it's like they don't need to be online to each to each their own well i meant more so like apps aren't really online it's just like say like temple run or something Mm. i me personally i don't want my kid to have their uh their association with entertainment to be from a phone or a tablet that's just me personally and to each their own i personally believe that there's no argument to be had that they should have access to the internet at that young age they don't there's no argument to be had there we like you can try but there is no good thing that can come from that when the internet is so vast and they can accidentally find something and they're so impressionable at the age but to each their own if that you want your child to be entertained through like an app a game but i kids for me i just would want them to have their experience growing up finding their own means of entertaining themselves through the fact that they're a kid and their mind is very uh you know uh vast. Yeah, vast very creative. And, um, create yeah creativity basically is where i'm getting at like they can find having fun and i feel like giving them a means to not be creative anymore immediately at the start of their life is not good that's why i mean i wouldn't personally do it but to each their own i just want my kid to be raised with things that you know they can have to like say like video games and stuff too it's just like kids need to be kids and tablets and phones prevent Absolutely. that yeah and even even in my case like oh i need a phone to contact my child in case there's anything and there's any problem i had a flip phone in elementary school just for that purpose just so i could call my dad yeah no i didn't have a phone until eighth grade like the beginning of middle school mm-hmm. i had a uh in ipod touch that i could play uh uh obviously games and watch youtube and stuff but even then like i wasn't i didn't i didn't know what these things were so i just like the only times i knew what youtube was when we had my old family computer or my sister would show me a video on youtube like the old viral videos because it's the only thing that really existed 
and i'm like oh my god what is this you can watch videos and then i would like go back to like playing with something and then it's like just like that that was my experience with the internet growing up so it wasn't i didn't really have access i was just like see whatever was shown to me the only thing that i ever did on the internet before i got a phone was my sister taught me how to watch things <laughs> watch anime on sites <laughs> And I'll, and I'll, all I used it for was like, let me look up these animes, and, and then I would probably give my computer a virus, and that's the reason why I broke. But let's not worry about it. Uh, uh, and it's like I didn't I didn't know what I was doing, so eventually it broke. I don't. It probably wasn't me, but who knows? It was definitely you. Listen, it was no, Windows XP. It was gonna break eventually. Windows XP was was so awesome. It was. It was. It I was, loved yeah. Windows XP. And I say that only because it's so nostalgic, but knowing in like in like retrospect that it kind of sucks but you know what that's okay yeah, it's uh, i loved jumping on my brother's uh machine to play spore when i was a kid oh my god spore is not something yeah. no, <laughs> it's such a good <laughs> game god. oh my god i love playing the the the, the pinball game on mm. windows Oh, I, I, the space pinball I, I how, the that's space the only other thing i knew how to do on, on my family computer <laughs> i was like this is no it. i <laughs> i was an ms paint kid oh like oh, same Dude, shout out to MS Paint. <laughs> this paint's awesome. Yeah. Like, I would just draw stuff and be like, Grandma, look at what I drew. And she's like, that's great, that sweetie. <laughs> wow, you're, you're trash. Get better. Have you ever considered, have you ever considered not doing that yeah. ever again? <laughs> no, but... I, I feel like for my kids, like, honestly, like, I completely understand and agree with the whole argument of, like, limit their internet access. I think the main thing is, like, I would maybe... If I do, it'd be a little bit, but it's like one, it's either A, supervised, or B, it's like, um, hmm, not today, or like highly limited. Like, yeah. You get like, like, I don't know, half an hour max. The thing is, yeah, like, maybe I, it's, 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 oh, go ahead, sorry. Sorry, no, maybe it's privileged for me to say, but like, if you're going to have entertainment with them, maybe do it with them. Like, I, my dad would always, we would have movie nights, like on Fridays, where he would set up a, an old projector, just point at the wall, nothing fancy. And he would just, we would watch movies. Some of them are horror movies, and that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, no. But was, um, we would do that. Thing. Yeah. No, because I, you know, because to everything in moderation, right? The thing is, it's like, right. uh, for entertainment, any entertainment in general, that is uh, more so electronic, I guess. But say video games is the biggest, biggest thing for a kid um, in many generations now. It's the the thing with video games. I would if I ever gave my child access to the internet or a phone or a tablet, I would treat it the same as how I was given a video game. Oh, absolutely. That's a great way to put that's it. That's exactly how it should be treated. So I that's why I I I hold hardly believe that you should not give your child access to the internet because my definition of that is that they can do whatever they want. And it's like, at that age, no. And when, well, for me, my parents, uh, they they supervised me by only letting me play Nintendo games, which is, you know, good job. <laughs> like, like, it, it, like it worked. And uh, and now I'm poor and want to buy Tears of the yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, no, no, I have bad money spending skills, but <laughs> but at least I didn't get traumatized. But well, I did anyways. But the thing is with entertainment i sort of got raised in that front super by being supervised through my sister more so than my parents 
because my parents didn't really know what was on like American television and stuff like that. Like my sister did because she was way older than me. So she knew she would always show me stuff. I could never find stuff on my own because all I knew as a kid was, uh, what's it called? Nick Jr. <laughs> and, uh, Oh my God. <laughs> and like regular Nickelodeon, if I was feeling spicy, uh, like I'm probably really young age and it's, and even then I felt like I was be I was doing something bad if I was watching Nick regular Nickelodeon. <laughs> Bro, what did your parents convince you? They like they like tr they treat you like a felon. You're like, I'm gonna watch SpongeBob now. <laughs> I hope I don't get caught breaking the law. <laughs> yeah, no. Because the thing is it's like I didn't wanna like I, I don't know, I guess I just self like disciplined myself because I was like, this is bad. <laughs> but No, I did the same same things though. Yeah, no, because eventually I realized through my sister because uh, growing up um she always showed me things like say like she introduced me to the fact that i love horror that could have gone totally wrong but it, it went well that's fine at a young age You're like thank it, god it didn't it, yeah i love horror movies always have i watched like all the classics most of them but i started watching horror movies from a very young age as i mentioned before on the podcast like like mm -hmm easily like six years old but that's very that's the chance of that traumatizing was very big but it didn't so we're good uh and the thing is it's like i had a childhood that was very privileged into what i could have had access with i lucked out is basically what i'm getting at like i could have easily turned out a different way if my brain was built a different way I wasn't really restricted other than video games, which could have easily gone wrong, but it didn't, thankfully. But the for me and for my kid, I would treat it as like I would consume what I would give to my kid and approve of it, basically, what which should be done. I'm glad my sister showed me the thing she did, though, because obviously, like, her goal wasn't to traumatize me. She she made good calls basically and i'm glad she did and that's basically what i would try to do as a parent it's like be active in what your child is consuming oh yeah yeah so that's basically i think that's the main thing that my mom did pretty well on and um she was always kind of like oh like um you know what you if you're gonna act like mature enough to do xyz then i'll fine you have to like do this and this so like by the time i was like i'm just like f trying to like freely watch you was like fine you want to like have like full unaccessed like like you know you want to have full access to the internet fine that's okay but like you need to like show like you're mature enough to like you know handle conversations about like this and this which is completely fair like my mom was my mom was always kind of like because she grew up in a pretty like strict household yeah um she i mean I have a Cuban uh, grandfather who escaped Cuba during like the communist uprising. You know, it's it sets a pretty specific. It sets a pretty specific like. My grandfather's pr a pretty like. This is the same grandfather who like, he said if there's more than five grams of sugar in something you're consuming, it is lethal. And I'm like, okay. Oh god. First off, what? what? <laughs> he meant artificial sugars, but it, Even besides then, the point. But yeah. Yeah. Right. He's he's like super like health freak um germaphobe all these things and like she was raised like like having to like 
hide everything from her parents. Oh. So my mom's goal was just to, like make sure, like I was just not hiding, like random things from her, especially when she would just want you know, all she would want is like just to be open and honest with her. Yeah. About things. So, um, the point I'm really trying to get at here is um, when it comes to uh, like I guess access to internet. I would just, again, like you said, like, be active in, like, you know, what I'm doing with, like, what my child is, you know, like, actually dealing with, but, um, yeah, like, if I'm going to limit it, actually have it for, like, limiting it to, like, things that they shouldn't be really exposed to it, such it, you know. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying the, to actually so say. So my my it. ultimate parent goal, your child. I can name a list. Parent your child, yeah, right? Parent your like, child. Like actually assess the needs of your fucking to, kid. Yeah. To yep. I guess I'll end with this. I guess basically what I would want is to like quote like really drill into my child that that what you do has consequences. That's just a general thing. Uh. And to like always, I guess to rephrase it, I want to be able to trust my child by the time they get to high school. Right. That is my ultimate goal with my kid is that if they tell me something, I can truly believe them when they're in high school. Yeah. And that if they mess up, which, you know, they, they will, yep. they can They'll tell happen. me. That's the most important part that I can trust you. And even if you do mess up and that's fine, you just have to tell me so we can talk about it and grow. That's it. Yeah, Cause right. the things you do to like help parent your child have, they reverberate throughout, throughout the age. Cause it's like the butterfly effect. It's yeah. just kind of it as they age, it kind of grows with them yeah. and those. So instilling good ideals into them early and, you yeah, know, parenting that, yeah. <laughs> is very important. Because what happens with strict, really strict parents is that it, it grows really loose parent, like parents, like you're, that's what unfortunately kind of, I, I see so much, but it's, it's finding the balance. Cause like, yeah, when you grow up with strict parents and you have kids, you want to give them everything that you didn't have, but you can't just let them run around. You, right. you have to be strict sometimes. And it's about finding the balance of both things. You can't do that and then it's like once it's just a cycle because then if you grow up with loose parents and it's like dang i don't want to like i don't not gonna treat my kids like that because that was not good it's a whole cycle and it's like it's about finding the balance and ultimately i believe that you can never really go wrong if you have good intentions and genuinely care about your child hmm. and, and like yeah maybe it's maybe it's privileged to say but like i i i think there should be an effort made to parent your child no matter how hard it is. Yeah, I know. I'm like, if you, if your child is just on a tablet on the internet at like age like five and you're not looking like you, all day they're like that, you're not, you don't care about your child enough. Like right. that's a rude thing to say, but it's like, do you like, how do you not realize that how much of a bad thing that is? It's just, I don't know. I have a very strong opinion about this because I see it a lot. No, yeah. it's it. It really is disappointing. Just like, yeah. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. No, like it is disappointing to see just how people just kind of think the internet can raise their child for them, or like there's like a saying that like so is it? It's like I think it's 
weak men create um oh yeah no, strong, no, yeah, strong yeah, men yeah. create yeah create uh no problems create strong men strong yeah strong men create weak men and cre weak no, it's, men it's create strong men create like, like a strong society yeah, a strong society creates weak men uh yeah Yes, yeah, it's yeah, strong men. Yeah, create like a happy. Like, we, yeah, we all know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'm not. I'm it's, not it's Socrates a, it's a, it's or whoever said it. It's always a cycle. <laughs> Pretty sexist. <laughs> what? Uh huh. Speaking of, I gotta be men. I don't have transition for that. But, uh, but yeah, that's we we kind of went into a tangent about parenting when uh, yeah. none of us have children. <laughs> what was the start of that conversation? I have no fucking what clue. Got us I'm there. not gonna lie, man. Ever like I don't know, like the past like year or so, like even though I'm not anywhere near that age, I I've had like baby fever, but let's not worry about that. Baby Same. fever. Yeah. I because David, just have a child with me. Like especially ever since I started my job, I just always like have uh parents coming in and stuff, and it's just like man. It would be nice to have a family, but I'm like, I what is wrong? Honestly, I'm like me as like a 20 year old. I'm like, what is wrong with you? And then do, not, do, you, not, do you know no, what? Honestly, like, same. That's like, do you know what kind of started that for y'all? What living? Like, why like want like wanting to have like a family? Like I mean, obviously, like most people. Wait, are you like. are you like genuinely asking? or Are you giving us an answer? It's, uh, no, I'm genuinely asking. Like, oh, no, I was like, like, no, no, it's, I'm opening you guys to a conversation. Uh, like, please tell me why. No, it's just it's just no, 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 I, I get no, I get it. I'm just I because I know my answer, but I just want to see if you guys have like any motivated specific reasons. Because it's kind of like <sighs> no, for me, it just kind of happened i guess it, it was happened over time because i used to have this perspective still kind of do that all all children are just annoying but then it, that changed to be like oh these children are just not raised properly i don't think these children are not raised properly yeah i mean you're right well too okay. and, uh, and then yeah, sorry, go ahead. It's, it's genuinely genuine uh like over time it transformed into damn i want to start a family i kind of <laughs> i can kind of get where mike oh sorry go ahead i cut you off i I think that's come from me. Come. Yeah, I think that's come from me mainly like getting being okay mental health wise and everything else wise and yeah, just trying like just kind of as as the kids say vibing in my current state. <laughs> okay, um, as you also God. say. <laughs> how how did you just somehow age yourself 20 years by saying that? <laughs> you 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 sounded old enough to have kids by when you said that. True. But yeah, that's that's genuinely. Just, I, I feel like maybe pinpoint mine more because to get personal on the podcast, I can't put, I can't produce testosterone naturally. Uh, uh, health complications that I probably will reveal later in time, but let's not worry about it now. It's I so I had to be put on testosterone. Um, it's. So I very much got like a whole whiplash of hormones, like come uh, senior year of like high school, I think. Yeah. And ever since then, uh, my mind and body have gone through a lot of struggles because <laughs> that's something that your body uh, kind of rejects a lot if you're not used to it. And it's it's been a, a wild ride these past like three years, four years. And a lot of it has been figuring out who I am and uh, bettering my mental health, which has been a problem for a long time, longer than that. But finally being able to be comfortable with myself helped a lot in my mental health and having my good friends here helped a lot too. 
It's kind of cringe. <laughs> Love you guys. Anyways. Uh, Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> All these things help benefit my mental health a lot. So it's just, I. it's a lot of the combination of hormones existing now and uh, me being comfortable enough to be able to like think about that kind of stuff and be like, wow, I want that. And it just grows more and more as like, it's just something I feel like I just naturally want. I just see a happy family and it's like, dang, I want a child that I can raise and love and care for and give the world to. But anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's some it's similar along those lines. It's like, I just want to human brain. Go like, family at this yeah. point. It's just human brain. We like, yeah, to, I, cause like for me, cause the reason I thought about it, um, to get also a little personal, <gasps> Was it's like I want to be a better father than mine? Ooh, that's that's a it's a motivator right there. Yeah, it's like I turned out just fine without mine, but imagine Did how you? much better I could have. <laughs> I mean, he's spitting for real. No, but imagine how much better I could have turned out if I had that kind of figure in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not not that I'm not like grateful for my mom or anything, but obviously like it's been hard. I, no it father figure. It's good. like no bitches. No. <laughs> L plus your father left plus you look like that. No, <laughs> it's always good to not have trauma. So yeah, it's good to raise your child to not have the traumas you you grew up with. Uh, yeah, but also like I've always like I've I I actually I'm on the opposite side. Like I actually like kids. Like I oh, kids tend to like me that. too. Well, like okay, okay, hold hey, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, 4K, 4K. chill, chill, chill. I mean, like <laughs> like when I'm at like family gatherings and stuff, like or like um. Actually, when I went to my girlfriend's um, stepbrother's, no, yeah, stepbrother's birthday, um, there was this little girl at the party who was like, I, "Did I talk about this?" On the yeah, podcast? you did. You, no, you didn't talk about uh, it on the podcast, but you talked about it uh, basically privately. Yeah. yeah, basically, this like little girl was like, I mean, she definitely had a huge crush on me, but like, I feel like I was pretty good at interacting with her, just like you know, making her feel heard, like doing like playing like the little silly games that kids, you know, just kind of like to. But um. I feel like I'm just really good with kids, and I I do like actually interacting with kids, which sucks because I'm also a guy, so I feel like I get weird looks like when I'm interacting oh, with yeah. kids. Oh yeah, yes. So it's like yeah. they're, they're like, <laughs> mm, "Are you talking to that child? Are you up to no good?" I'm like, "Bro, what? It, 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 Bro, it, it, she asked me to hit this top golf golf ball. Like, what are you talking about?" Yeah, but um, I don't know. I I just like the idea, also the idea of having a family, you know. But yeah, I, I just I like I like kids, I guess. Not like that though. Not like that though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love kids. Wait, wait. <laughs> you know, I would just love to have my own family at this point. Sounds super. Am I not sad. good enough for you? No, <laughs> all of us literally starting our twenties. But anyway, God. It's like it's like when you're a kid, you want to be like in high school, and when you're in high school, you want to be an adult, and then when you're, oh. it gets to a point where suddenly you start wanting to go back. Yeah. Well, like. Honestly, I also yeah. never want to have to go. Never I, want to go back. But it's, it's about learning. Like you want to go back because you cherish certain aspects, but not the whole thing. It's, it's right. After the whole thing, and then you like, learn. It's to, like back to that yeah. piece about nostalgia. Nostalgia is the only thing that's as as good as it hurts. Like I don't miss being a kid with zero freedoms. I just miss all the free time. But that's you know what comes with being an adult is the responsibility, and it is what it is basically, and uh. And it's about learning to live with it and be able to still enjoy what you're doing, even though having certain things that you have to do and not, not have fun. But then you look at all the positives 
and it's all worth it. Absolutely. And like, I don't know. Like, I think the thing with me and my nostalgia, and it, it's because I had to, I had to get like a really, I always struggled with like dealing with nostalgia. Like, not that I'm, I'm always the kind of person who's been like, I just can't wait to move forward. Mm. Like, I feel like that's something about me. I've always, I've always just wanted to be like, oh, what can I do in the future? Like, the future is always so, so much brighter. I'm always so excited to what the future has in store. But there was like, there were a couple of things from like my nostalgia of like life you know we all we're all we all we all fall victim to it yeah like moving back to california was a big one for me and i still want it but now the idea of it has become way more realistic and less of this like rose tinted glasses view of what california was to me um because like growing up there you know i had a certain view but the reasons of why i loved it so much weren't necessarily because of california but because of the people i was with yeah right it's it's hard because where we live, we're not particularly close. I think that's enough I'll say about that without doxing us. But um, I realized what I just missed was being able to see my family and being so close. And so there was a lot of nostalgia, you know, just around, like, interacting with my cousins. There time, time and time again, I, I'll, like, I'll, I'll get in my head about it, like, oh, man, I miss my family and whatnot. But I think what really helped me with dealing with nostalgia and, like, I guess not dealing with it, but, like, actually being able to, like, you know, reasonably, like, feel nostalgia was, like, I don't necessarily miss those times. I miss how I felt, you know? Like, yeah. I missed, I'm, I don't necessarily yeah. miss being a kid playing Smash Brothers Melee for the first time. I miss that excitement of playing, in, like, a new game that I just <laughs> yeah. would become one of my, like, I, I one of those definitive so games much. for me. Yeah, you can't, really, you can't really get that feeling back, even if you tried. Uh, but like Josh, when you started playing Resident Evil, oh, uh, that's yeah. I beat you to your transition. Bitch. I really wanted to talk about it since we hit like yeah, the four minute mark. Please, we please talk about it that, because yeah. it's also <laughs> playing Resident Evil was also a nostalgic thing for me. My cousin Zach brought Resident Evil Five, and I was he's like, "You're he's like, do you like zombie games?" I'm like, "Yeah." This is when I just first after started playing like Black Ops, like zombies, and he's like. You gotta try out this cool game called Resident Evil. It's, I'm like, it's like, he knew I was afraid of horror games, but he threw me into it anyway. And I was obviously scared shitless, but like, dude, fantastic game. Josh, tell me about how fantastic Resident Evil is. Uh, so so before I get into that, bruh, I I need to no, I need to lay <laughs> set a lay of the land. I grew up. God, I wish we had a sponsor, but I grew up. <laughs> watching the resident evil Ugh. movies because my dad showed them to me jeez so when when jeez. i was a kid i enjoyed them because they were entertaining and for me they actually weren't and this is kind of in, indicative of resident <laughs> evil itself it wasn't horror it was like horror action so the action took over the horror and it wasn't scary for me uh okay. and as i've said on the podcast before i'm a little bitch when it comes to horror uh, i found the gremlins terrifying um <laughs> Sorry, but, that always gets a little chuckle. Yeah, but Resident Evil was the movies were great. I I really enjoyed them. Um, and so recently, because you're supposed to get scared. And recently, I started picking up uh the Resident Evil remakes because they remade Resident Evil Two and mm -hmm. Resident Evil Three, and I saw they were on sale, and I picked both of them up for fifteen bucks uh total. That's such a deal. 
So I was like, this is very... Jeez. Uh, it was like, it's a good deal. And I've always heard, heard good things about Resident Evil and about how people really like uh, this game franchise. Yeah. And I, I, I was remembering the movies. <laughs> so I picked up RE2 and I just started playing it. And I, I was at this point, I was in a call with like David and oh. it was midnight. I started playing it at midnight. Oh my God. Yeah. As I was going to bed. And I planned to play RE2 for like an hour and then go to bed. <laughs> I played it for six hours straight. I was up until 6 a.m. And the only time I realized I should stop playing was when I looked to my right and saw daylight through my window. God, I missed that experience with video game. Not only did I feel like a degenerate for doing that, but it just set in stone like how good Resident Evil like was in that moment. RE2 is so fucking good. Yeah. It is such a good game and has easily become one of my favorites. Uh, it's criminal. You haven't played it yet, David. Well, and I can explain away after you. Yeah, go ahead. And I've also not played Resident Evil 2. I've watched some I hate gameplay of it. All of you, but, but I literally, literally only played it until 2023. Okay, right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Well. But but it's really opened my eyes to just how good Resident Evil, at least these these uh, games are. And if I would implore you to pick up RE2. Um, RE3 was also really good. I liked that. It was shorter. Um, but I did like it. Uh, and that soon I'm going to be playing RE4 to <sighs> see my boy Leon again. It was a really good game, and I was surprised because I don't like horror that much. Um, and I don't even have horror games because I, I don't really like horror. But RE2 Wait. wasn't really... Like, it was ten It was suspenseful. It was tense the entire time. And there are some scary elements to it. But it's a very, very enjoyable, scary. It's super well done, and I just, I just love it. It's one of my favorites now. Easily became one of my favorite games. Yeah, because that's my more favorite type of horror games. Because like I, the recent uh, like horror games have been coming out the past like five years or so. It's just jump scares. Like, that's not a horror game. Like, it's a horror game, but, like, that's not, like, a good horror game for me. Like, if your whole, like, game is just jump scares and no, like, a good horror game keeps you in suspense and scares you because of the plot elements. Oh, yeah. Not because of the fact that your screen is getting, like, freaking blasted by the, like, a loud noise. noise and yeah. And, yeah. And a scary image. Like, that's not a horror game that I would want to do. Like... And that type of like jump scary aspect can be done really well and be a good horror game, but it's so rare. Like the few times, like the one I can name off the top of my head is like Outlast. Uh, is that what's called, right? Uh, like, I think I know. I, the one I with the guy has the camera. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, Outlast. Yeah, yeah, that amazing, amazing game. Terrifying because you're just constantly being chased. <laughs> I think there are times when like I think people are so quick to just blame jump scares and i agree they become like fundamentally so dumb with how they're you know utilized but like when a jump scare is earned like oh yeah no they can is, be earned yeah they can be really earned and just you're like wow that is terrifying a lot of people just no, don't know how to do it that's the problem because there are right. actual like you remind me of this maybe spoilies but there are like not traditional jump scares but jump scares in re2 and they're done oh, yeah. really really fucking well you know, it, like when I, it's done really well. Say, for example, like in uh, RE four to like, yeah, the like uh, something that uh, always gets me in games. Like, say, like you're in a room, 
and you know there's an existence of a bad like enemy and oh then yeah they just like the resident evil is in there <laughs> i'm sorry and, uh <laughs> like say like you don't expect them to be in whatever building you're in because you especially if you killed off all the enemies and then you go and like pick up something in a room and then it goes to a cutscene. you always know that's a bad sign but and oh, yeah. then like they they're a tall person they just suddenly walk into the door like stuff oh yeah like that. that's it's it's, a, it's jump scare but like that's really well done to where it's like jesus it's like oh god this is exactly it was the build-up <laughs> yeah like it's like i was i was hoping this wouldn't happen and you gave me every reason to expect this to show up yeah that's why i'm afraid mm -hmm. it's just that's why i really like resident evil well i only played four which is like the transition point of what i've heard from the resident evil games and the reason I only played four is because as a kid, that's the only game like that that I've ever experienced that wasn't like Mario, like stuff that you literally can't get any like trauma from. Just all Nintendo games. Hey, Luigi's Mansion's scary, bro. Oh yeah, no, that, that was those that yeah, it was really fun though. But it's it's it was Resident Evil 4 came out on the GameCube. So the only reason that I was able to play it is because my sister, who was uh, could buy that game on her own, bought it and then let me <laughs> play it and both experience the whole thing. I was too wimpy at the time to play like 90, 99% of that game. I hid behind my sister the whole time, but I basically <laughs> experienced the whole game like I, from the trauma, but I love that game. It... it was another aspect as to why I was like, wow, I love horror. And uh, it just had such an impact on me that I was just like, especially over time when I heard that, like, that was the best one. And I'm like, let me not ruin this for me. So I never went and experienced the other ones. Because uh, all I heard was like, this is the best one. I'm like, okay, I'm good then. And then I never, like, experienced the other ones because I never was in an environment that people would talk about the other ones. So I didn't know if the others were good. I just continued until now where I go until like recent years, especially when the new ones are coming out and I have access to like stuff that's on my feed. Be like, wow, the new Resident Evil is good and stuff like that. I'm like, eh. And I just didn't ever, I never wanted to play it. So that's why I was really right happy too. when seven blew up, like with, with Biohazard. Yeah. Mm. I was really happy when that got popular. I was like, yes, my little Resident Evil's finally, he's growing up. Oh yeah, I was like, Resident Evil, wow. Yeah, I so. actually was watching, I'm still, I need to finish it. I was watching a little video documentary about how RE7 revived the uh, Resident Evil franchise. And one of the points that I alluded to earlier is that they made and that I saw while playing RE2 is that, um, and thinking about RE4, is that our Resident Evil was kind of really weird in that it plays as like a, as a suspenseful horror mm -hmm. uh, or it, it markets itself as a suspenseful horror but it plays like an action shooter um, especially RE4 from what I've seen from that oh yeah it's yeah. if you've like since you're going to hopefully play RE2 it I is will. completely fucking different yeah, yeah it is a complete uh, change especially, and everything especially one <laughs> oh right I, I, like knowing the only game that I knew about before, like, uh, the new games were coming out, and then now you talking about two and three, is RE one because of the the camera angle. Well, RE like one, two, and three, they're all very similar in how they play. Yeah, I just I just knew about the main thing about RE one is just because of the the how like 
that doesn't exist anymore like the the format of that game like the game yeah, yeah. that was actually the format re2 was in um oh the, yeah well the like, original yeah, i didn't hear about re2 until the remake so yeah uh i, I still would implore you to play it Wait, I will, but so it was very interesting to see that and what that document video documentary was getting to i haven't finished it yet was that re7 right resident evil biohazard uh, in the woods which i think everyone saw because it blew up on the internet yeah um it really shifted back to horror and just being horror rather than being like an action shooter with horror elements which i think is what did save it saved resident evil uh in a big way because I don't even know if I want to play Resident Evil 7 because I honestly that's terrifying. <laughs> I, I've seen No 7 is scary as hell. Yeah, I've seen the like playthroughs of it. Like hell no. And RE2 isn't I wouldn't say it's scary. I would say suspenseful and it there's scary parts, but it's I wasn't like I wasn't fearful for myself. I was like, oh my god, that's really good. Um RE7, I might be shitting my pants <laughs> in certain aspects. Uh yeah, that's I kind of don't. I would want to play that if it wasn't associated with the franchise. Like, I don't want my Resident Evil to be like just a straight up horror game, to where it's like, especially if it doesn't, if it if they're compromising good story for just horror. Oh, it's. I think it's still good story. I don't think it's it's a bad story anymore. If anything, it's like more people like it now for its story. Yeah, I was gonna say because I know I have no a idea what it's th- about, so I just knew it did get scarier. It's like I actually I really liked seven. I I watched a playthrough. I didn't play it, but I know pretty much what happens in the game. Yeah, no, I would definitely try should, it yeah. since I'm gonna try the two and three. I plan on. Uh, I wanted to do it anyways because I kind of I, I, I want to watch you play too. I. <laughs> I knew that I wanted to play two and three ever since I knew four was going to come out because mm. I was like, now I have an excuse to go back into Resident Evil because I never touched the series after I played it as a kid. I was like, oh my God, uh, now I will play all the remakes started with four <laughs> and I'm going through four now. Uh, I'm like a little bit more than halfway, I think. Just as good as I remember being. I, I love that game so much. I'm so sad about Leon's old lines, but it's fine. I'm not. Homie was literally. Just- <laughs> I just find it amusing. Obviously, it is funny. It, it, I just find it so funny. I'm just glad they kept the, the bingo line. That's fine. It's good. That's, if they changed that, I would be depressed. Uh, it's um. I'm just glad that they didn't ruin it. They. It's a an amazing game a overall better experience than i remember it being because i already loved it so much and now it's just better and uh i it's definitely not uh the only parts where i like i get like freaked out in the game is when i'm being chased because that'll something that'll (laughs) never not scare me otherwise nothing really in the game like is how i was as a kid where i was just an actual like wimp (laughs) <laughs> where I couldn't handle anything because not really much scares me anymore because I just always consumed horror growing up. Um, that's why it annoys me when games like just are just straight up horror with because that means they compromise the plot. And I'm like, this isn't does nothing for me then. 
but something that horror will always scare me is always like someone chasing me like because all i because i don't see oh, them yeah. and i hear them behind me that's the worst feeling in the world for me it's either that or um no it's just that it's just it's it, i don't think anything else really in a horror in terms of cliche horror elements scare me anymore i don't think i've ever been more scared than being chased in Resident Evil Four. seriously i i think that is probably some of the scariest like a, like scariest stuff in a video game I've, I've, like i've witnessed yeah, no, like, oh if, my if, god oh my it, god no no, 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 no like no. it always only gets me when i can't see them like if I did, if I knew, if I saw them first and then I knew they were chasing me, that's fine. But if I didn't see them in the first place and I just hear noise and someone running behind me, I'm terrified. <laughs> oh yeah. I hate that so much because I'm like, God, get away from me. Uh, cause that's the only thing that really spooks me. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I really, I, I'm loving RE4 right now and I would recommend anyone to play it cause it's a genuinely good game. It's good, good. What's it called? I, yeah. I would, I would also recommend five a lot. I feel like five does a lot of what four does pretty well, but I mean, I know people don't like five as much as four. Oh I think yeah, you can't five, really up to four is hard. Yeah, <laughs> but I think f what five does really well is I think it makes the gameplay I feel like a little better. Oh, that's good. I like the gameplay is, just, it feels more. Like fleshed out a bit. God, the it's definitely yeah. four is scarier though. I think four is scarier. Ooh. Five's a little more action oriented. Mm. You know the gameplay in four. Oh my god, it's so good. They improved so much from the original. It's it it's such a good experience. I can't wait to finish it and then uh, pause on <laughs> Resident Evil to play other games and then come back. <laughs> so. Eventually, I'll play the other remakes. I will. It's on my list. And now it's on my list. So I just have other games that I need to play, like Finish Forbidden West and then probably like the Spider Man games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Spider Man games are so fucking good. I played them when they came yeah. to PC. Yeah. Holy shit. I, I still need to play those. I haven't. I just, they're so good. I just need to utilize my PS5 and play everything that I bought. So. I always forget you a PS5 because I swear, like you never. I just play got it. yeah. I just because yeah, Forbidden West, I, I never talk about it because it's just like now that I realize I'm just not doing the side quest anymore. I'm just gonna beat the story so I can actually just actually cherish the game. Because <laughs> not gonna lie, they added just way too much in this game for me personally. It's just it's it did the problem that most open worlds have, and un that's unfortunate. But it is what it is. But at least the story I still like, so I will finish that and then start on other games. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I would implore you, uh, play Resident Evil, play all these all these uh good games. Yeah, poop your pants. Uh, Resident Evil Two, if you can pick it up is play in vr super duper fun um actually it sucks don't play it it's super fun and if you've heard about resident evil and don't know about it i would say yeah give it a try some of these games have demos like resident evil 4 has a demo you can play you can just literally just try it out for free yeah and see if you like it or not 
I think RE2 uh, has that as well. If you've never played a horror game before, look up no, the maze game. Oh, <laughs> and you'll have a good I time. I didn't remember what you said. I was <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> what is, you're evil. Yeah, I was you like, what is that? And then I remembered. Yeah. You're ter- David, you're terrible. <laughs> Anyways. And on that bombshell. Uh, That's a throwback, yeah, thank bro. you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> thank everyone. you, everyone. Um, uh, and thing. you can listen to the Three Mulks podcast <laughs> on Apple Music, uh, Amazon Music slash Amazon Podcast, uh, a Google Podcasts, Spotify, which is a Spotify for podcasters or whatever. Um, shit, am I missing any of them? What am I? Uh, Your local library. <laughs> Say Google right. Podcasts. Yeah, I did say Google Podcasts. Okay. <laughs> I'm always genuinely asking. It's not a bit. No, you usually get that. It's all. a bit for me. You give me an easy slam dunk. No, like I genuinely slam dunk. I genuinely well, forget. So when I say, so when I, yo, so when I say, am I missing any? Uh, then he says your local library. It's just that was <laughs> that wasn't planned. Now it, it's just I'm actually <laughs> oh, like genuinely yeah, asking, yeah, well, yeah. and I never yeah, get an answer. It, see, the thing is, every t- t- time you ask, you normally don't sound like like that pressed about it but this time you were like yeah no at the beginning was it was like, like that because i genuinely did it out of order <laughs> yeah no the beginning you did it out of actually asking but then it just became the end always but anyways <laughs> thank you thank you Farewell, for listening everyone. Everyone. Bye-bye. bye bye